This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode number 57, The Solo Series. I don't know what you heard, but <laughs> she runs the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 57 of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Vaughn here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So I am, I love this episode because it's so necessary. I know for me right now, because I'm dealing with a setback. And I'm sure for you, if you're listening to it, you're probably dealing with a setback, or you've just dealt with one, or you will be dealing with one because this is life. So I, I'm loving what we're going to talk about today. Because in life and business, there are going to be setbacks, you're going to have them, and then you're going to either be coming out of one or going into one or dealing with one. But either way, setbacks are a natural part of life. And so if they're a natural part of life, but we still have our business goals, and we still have our life goals, and we still have so many things left to achieve and do and experience, we've got to at some point, if we're going to be successful, learn how to push through a setback. And so in today's episode, we're going to talk about that. How do you push through a setback? And I don't mean minor ones, I mean, major ones. Whenever there is loss, whenever there is grief, whenever there's sorrow, whenever there's disappointment, depression, anxiety, whenever there's fear, anger, there's a setback. And so today's episode is about how do how do we as entrepreneurs, especially as women entrepreneurs, you know, we feel things so deeply. How do we push through a setback? How do we not allow the setback to keep us from the success in our business that we so desire? Because yes, there are going to be some situations that put you on the floor for a minute. And yes, you're going to need time to to be on the floor and to grieve and to get back up. But not every setback has to do that to you. And not every setback has to cost you, you know, momentum and, and results in your business. And so let's start talking about when you are going through something that you didn't necessarily expect to be going through, how do you push through that setback? Let's begin with the first point. And this is a hard one for me. I, you know, this is this is one that I am constantly teaching myself every day, constantly reminding myself, trying to get it out of my head and into my heart, because on a logical level, I get this one. But on a heart level, I'm still struggling with it. And it's this. You know, if we're going to push, push through setbacks, we've got to get used to the idea that failure is going to happen, that that failure is just a part of the journey to success, that failure is natural, it's normal, it, it's not going to feel good in the moment, but it's going to happen. We can't be fighting the concept that we might fail at something. If you're in business, you're going to fail. If you're going to be successful in business, you're going to fail. But here's the thing that we've got to wrap our minds around, and I'm talking to me too, because this is the hard part separating failure or separating the the notion that you're going to fail from the belief that you are a failure, right? So we've got to get used to the idea that we're going to fail, but we can't ever accept the notion that we are failures. And that's hard because if you're like me and, you know, you're used to being an overachiever, you're used to, you know, going after what you want and getting what you want and all of that kind of stuff, when you fail, you take it personally. I know when I fail at something, whether, you know, I, you know, I tell people this all the time. 
when I was growing up, I used to really be very judgmental about divorce. You know, my parents divorced when I was three. And, you know, my father left and I was so angry for so long. And I, I remember being a teenager saying, I'm never getting a divorce. I'm never doing that to my kids. I'm never, you know, the judgmental young and dumb thing where you go, I am never going to be da 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 And you go on and on and on because you think you know everything, but you haven't really lived. I did all that. And then I got, and then I had my first divorce. And I felt like a failure. I felt like an absolute failure. I felt like, you know, like this is the one thing that I wanted most. The one thing was to have an intact family. The one thing I wanted most in the world I didn't get. And I failed at this. And then not only did I fail at a first marriage, I failed at a second one. So then the second one fails and I'm like, geez, you know, like, is am I just not the marriage material? I mean, what? Like... Here I go again, a second time at the most important relationship of my life. And you know, I struggled with this idea. I still struggle with this idea. The difference between knowing that failure is going to happen and at the same time never accepting that because you failed, you are a failure and that's who you are. But that is how you push through a setback. There's no way that I could have come back from some of the life storms and the experiences I've had and still work on my business and still write screenplays and still pitch reality TV and still create online courses. There's no way that I could have done any of those things if I didn't find a way, even as failure was happening, to separate the idea of failing from being a failure. I had to for survival. And so the first thing you've got to do when you're pushing through a setback is you've got to get used to the idea that yes, you're going to fail, but you can never accept the belief that you are a failure. Two very different things. The second thing that you've got to do if you're going to push through a setback is accept the fact that pain is a part of life. It is. It like look, pain is going to happen. The thing about, and I noticed this about myself, when pain shows up at my doorstep, I'm kind of like, you weren't invited. Like, you were not invited to this party. I don't know what you're doing here, pain. You were not, in, like, and I'm shocked, right? So we all have this thing where we, we just assume that I've already met my pain quota in this lifetime, thank you. Like, don't serve me up anymore because I've already done it, been there. I, no, but here's the thing. As long as you're breathing, as long as you're living, as long as you're evolving, pain is a part of life. But guess what? It's not life. And I got that quote from Dr. Eric Thomas on one of his videos. He just says it just like that. He says, you know, pain is a part of life. But guess what? It's not life. It's not life. So when you accept the fact that, yes, pain is going to happen. Yes, you're going to experience it's going to suck, right? It's going to really suck. But it's a part of the process. But it is not your life. It is not your life story. It is not how it's going to go. Then when pain shows up, you still don't like it. You still think it sucks, but you know that it was supposed to show up when it did. And you just go, okay, bring it. Like you're, you're, you're in my life. I can't kick you out. Bring it. Let's deal with it. Be done with it. And then the next time we'll meet again. Pain is a part of life, but it's not life. That's the second thing you've got to get very clear on if you're going to push through a setback. The third thing you've got to get clear on if you're going to push through a setback is this, you would never fully know your strengths unless you experience setbacks. Your setbacks are actually the things that introduce you to your strengths. I never understood how, how equipped I am to move on from things. 
until I went through some massive setbacks. I mean, you talk about, I I just can't even, I can't even talk about it to just say, rest assured, I've been through massive setbacks. And every time I thought I would be on the floor and not be able to get up, every time other people thought that they'd put me on the floor and that I would not be able to get up, the thing about me that I learned through all of those major setbacks was I have this keen ability, even with my heart broken and shattered and, and my emotional you know, mental state just wrecked. I have the ability to get up and move on. And that is a strength because some people don't have that. Some people, they get a major life setback. It puts them on the floor for years and they're in their bed for months and they still aren't themselves. Your setbacks introduce you to your strengths. They introduce you to the sides of you. You didn't even know, like they introduce you to your superhero. That superhero, that, that, you know, Superman, Clark Kent thing, like that doesn't initiate until there's a setback. And then all of a sudden, the Incredible Hulk comes out. All of a sudden, here comes Batman. All of a sudden, here comes the Flash. Like your setbacks introduce you to your strengths. So rather than trying to constantly prevent them, like, no, please, no setbacks, please let everything go. I'm not saying you usher them in. I don't want them coming any more than you do. But what I am saying is when they show up on your door and you can't avoid them any longer, be prepared to be introduced to strengths you didn't know you had or strengths you have in such great measure you didn't even understand how much strength you had in those arenas. Your setbacks introduce you to your strengths. Here's the fourth point you want to really get get comfortable with if you're going to push through your setbacks. And you know this because you've been through puberty. Let's hope, at least if you're listening. I mean, if you're 12 and you're listening, I say bravo if you're an entrepreneur at 12 because that's the right way to go. Start early. Um, But if you've been through puberty, you get what I'm about to say. Growth only occurs with discomfort. So you got to get used to being uncomfortable. You know, comfort, I always, when I coach clients around how do they break out of their comfort zones, I always say to them, comfort zones may feel comfortable, but they're rarely comfortable. Like comfort zones are one of the most uncomfortable spots to be in because you're deceived by the seeming comfort. But it's really not a comfortable place to be. And growth only comes with discomfort. So when you're pushing through a setback, it is an opportunity to grow. But growth, just like you, when you grow in puberty, it doesn't look right. You know, like your feet are bigger than the, you know, like all kinds of weird things are happening during puberty. It doesn't look right. It doesn't feel right. But you know what? It is right because you need to grow. And so the thing that I want to say to you is growth only occurs with discomfort. You got to get used to being uncomfortable. When you're in a setback, it's not about how do I get back? You know, this is what people say when they go through through setbacks. And I've said this. I'm not talking to you like I haven't said these exact words. Why can't things just be the way they were? I can't tell you the number of times I said that. Why can't things just be what I thought they were going to be? Why can't they be what they were supposed to be? Why didn't it go that way? I can't tell you the number of times I've said that. And I'm sure you've said the same thing, but here's the deal. They didn't go that way. They're not going to go that way. They may never go that way. So what are you going to do? You're going to sit and do the woulda, shoulda, coulda thing. You're going to live in a past that you can't change. You're going to wish for a different past. You can't go back. There's no back to the future vehicle. No, you have to accept that things didn't go the way you planned for them to go. Fine. But now you have a choice. What are you going to do now? And when you're dealing with a setback, it is also an opportunity for growth and growth brings discomfort. So you've got to get used to being uncomfortable. Here's the fifth point you've got to really, really take in so that you can push through a setback. 
the obstacles are opportunities in disguise. And I know you've heard that. I know, I know you're thinking, oh, can I just puke? Because like, how many people are going to say that within every obstacle is an equal or greater opportunity? Napoleon Hill, ugh, I hear you. I've heard it. And trust me, in the middle of a setback, I'm like, really? Like I'm on the floor crying and you want me to see the opportunity in this? Huh. But here's what's true. The obstacles are opportunities in disguise. The opportunities are hidden in those obstacles. But here's the question you got to consider. How much faith are you putting in your ability to see them? In other words, when the obstacle comes, are you more committed to seeing the obstacle than you are searching for the opportunity? Because whatever you're more committed to, that's what you're going to get. If you are committed to saying the why me, why is this happening? Why is this ruining my life? Why is this doing this? Then you are more committed to seeing the obstacle than you are to finding the opportunity. And that is all you. So tell me something. How much faith are you putting in your ability to find the opportunity within the obstacle? Or is all your faith tied into wailing and weeping and gnashing of teeth against the obstacle? Because the obstacle is for you if you can just see it that way. And then you make it for you by finding the opportunity within it. But the opportunity is not going to fall out of the obstacle. You've got to search for it, look for it, find it, go after it until it shows up for you. But it's not going to show up for you if the only thing you can say when the obstacle comes, if the only thing you can do when the setback happens is why me? That is the wrong question. It's not why you, why not you? It's not, you know, why me? It's try me, bring it. The setback came for you. It's not happening to you. And the second you get that everything that comes seemingly to destroy your peace, to rock your faith, and to alter your future is the exact catalyst you're going to use to get to where you plan to go. But you've got to make that decision. That's not the setback's job. That is your job. Here's my, here's my sixth point. And then we're going to talk about how do you push, how do you actually push through the setback? The number one thing setbacks come to teach you is how to endure. It's how to endure until the end. And the thing about it is, is that most people think that setbacks come to stop them or warn them that they shouldn't move forward or, or it's some sign that this is not for them. Uh-uh, you got the meaning of it wrong. The number one thing setbacks come to teach you is how to endure. And it is your decision to endure. And here's the thing about your decision to endure. I'm making it sound like you have much of a choice when in reality, let's be honest, you don't have a choice. You know why? Because until you get the endurance lesson, you'll never graduate from the success classroom. Can I say it again? Until you get the endurance lesson, you'll never graduate from the success classroom. Never. You know why? Because every single thing in your life is designed to teach you one thing, how powerful you are. And part of your power is you have the ability to finish what you start. You have the ability to endure all things, withstand all things, make it through all things, succeed through all things. And until you learn that about you, you're going to keep getting presented with situations and experiences and people who will offer you setbacks. And, and it doesn't matter if you won't get it this time around. Trust me, another one will show up. Until you get the endurance lesson, you will never graduate from the success classroom. So you know what that teaches me? I might as well get the lesson right here with the setback. Like, let me just figure it out over here. Because if I don't, if I try to run over there to that next situation, it's just going to follow me over there. And then I'm going to have to have another setback over there. So every setback is just teaching you how to endure. Embrace that fact. Like, get the lesson over here. That doesn't mean more setbacks won't come. That just means as every setback comes, you just get better at being like, 
I will not be moved. I will not be moved. Do you know how different your experience and enjoyment of life would be if every time a setback happened, instead of wailing and gnashing and weeping of teeth, you just simply sat back in your chair like I'm about to do right now. And you just said, okay, okay, this is hard. This is, this, this sucks, but I will not be moved. I will not be moved. I know who I am. I know what I want. I know where I'm going. I will not be moved. So this can bring whatever it needs to bring to the table to me. But I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know where I'm going. I will not be moved. That is power. So the number one thing setbacks come to teach you is how to endure, how to not be moved. Now, here goes the question. We've talked about all of these things that you need to just ingrain in your being. So when a setback happens, you have a foundation of belief that empowers you, right? You have to get used to to the idea that, yes, you're going to fail, but never accept the notion that you're a failure. Yes, you have to say to yourself, pain is a part of life, but guess what? It's not life. Yes, you have to say, every setback introduces me to my strength, to my superpower. And yes, growth only occurs with discomfort. So I've got to get used to being uncomfortable. And yes, you have to make a decision that you're going to put more faith in finding the opportunity in the obstacle than in the obstacle itself. And yes, the number one thing setbacks come to teach you is how to endure until the end. All of that is true. So you got the foundation of those beliefs. But let's not talk about, because, you know, I'm strategic, you know. We can we can talk about the theory behind it, the belief behind it all you want. But once we got the foundation of belief, then what I want to know is, but how do I actually do this thing? Like, how do I actually do what? What? Tell me step A, B, C. What do I do when a setback happens? And, you know, it puts me on the floor and I don't feel like recording another podcast episode. And I don't feel like writing another blog post. And I feel so torn up inside that I, I don't I don't want to go and do another webinar. What do I do then? See, that's the question, right? Because when your setback, whatever it is, starts to affect your money, your business, serving your tribe, that's a whole other thing. So how do you push through a setback when you notice that whatever the setback is, it is it has you off your game in in a key arena of life like business? Here's what you do. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you let's get tactical now, right? Number one, you need to get enough distance to acquire proper perspective. And when I say distance, I mean distance from the setback. A lot of people will take a vacation from their business because they're dealing with a life setback and they think that taking vacation from the business is the way to go so they can dive into their stuff, get more depressed, and then figure it out. First of all, some things in life that are a setback may take you years to work through. Forgiveness, anger, grief. I mean, that that's not going to be a two-week notice kind of, okay, I'm going to fix this in two weeks. That may take you years. What are you going to do? Take a vacation from your business from years? You can't do that. Here's what you do. You get enough distance from the setback to acquire proper perspective. And you know what? For a lot of us, the best thing we can do when we've got a life setback is go gung-ho in our business. Because overanalyzing the what happened and the why it happened and the how it happened and the what could I've done differently doesn't get you anywhere because what's done is done. Like this is where my, 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 my move on superpower comes in. Like that is over. And I know there's residual and collateral damage and there's healing that's got to be done. But sitting back there with woulda, shoulda, coulda, what if I'd said something differently, done something, waste of time. You got to get distance from the setback itself so that you can attain enough emotional distance to come back to it at a later time and look at it differently from a more objective place. And it's not distance from your business that you need. This is where people make a mistake. It's distance from the setback. And oftentimes the best way to get distance from your setback is to 
jump into your business. Serve other people. You know why? Because whenever you serve other people, it heals you of whatever is ailing you. The serving your tribe, the serving your clients, the serving the people who need your message, it heals It heals you of the setback and you never even have to focus on the setback to do that. So the first tactical thing you've got to do is get enough distance from the setback to acquire proper perspective. And a great way to do that is serve the people in your business, your clients, your customers, your team, serve them with your whole heart. Because doing that and getting getting your mind off of you and onto serving others will heal you in the midst of the setback. First thing. Second thing that you can do to push through a setback, and this is a hard one. I'm, I'm not even going to... I'm not even going to play like this is this is easy or I have this down myself, but it's true. You got to trust the timing of your life and not the circumstances of this temporary situation. Now, tactically, what does that look like? You have to say to yourself over and over again, even if you don't believe it, everything is working out for me. I don't get why this happened. I don't get how this happened. I don't get that. I, I don't even understand how it went from this to this seemingly, I I don't even know. But what I do know is everything works out for my highest good in the end. And I, I don't have an explanation for why this went down the way it did. But you know what I know? Everything works out for me. So I'm not going to put my faith in the the, cir- the temporary circumstances that I'm living right now, in the temporary emotions that I'm feeling right now, in the temporary pain that I'm living right now, because all of this is going to be molded into something beautiful. All of this is going to be transformed into something that helps me in the long run. And I don't know what that is yet, but I am trusting the timing of my life. You've got to say, you got to speak to yourself this way until you believe it. You have to speak to yourself this way until you start to see evidence of it happening in your present moment experience. But it might take months for you to see evidence. It might take years for you to see evidence. It doesn't change the fact that your self-talk needs, still needs to be, I am going to trust the timing of my life. Everything works out for me. Second thing you can do, your self-talk. So first thing is get distance from the setback by serving others. Second thing is your self-talk has got to be on point. You got to trust the timing of your life. Self-talk, whether you believe it or not, you got to drive your self-talk to everything works out for my highest good. Third point, constantly when you're dealing with a setback, if you want to push through that setback, you have to remind yourself of who you are, specifically of your ability to thrive through anything. And this is how I do it. Let me give you the tactical. I literally will say to myself, I will remind myself of all the hard setbacks I have gotten through before. I will say, you remember that divorce? You remember that custody battle? Oh yeah, you remember that time that this illness was happening? Infertility on the floor every time there was a baby shower? Do you remember That you thought back then that you weren't going to be able to make it and you still got up and you're standing here right now. Yeah, this is no different. This is so you need to remind yourself of every setback you've been through, you've gotten through from the last 10, 20 years of your life. And then you need to say, I can thrive through anything, 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 anything. And then here's the fourth thing you can do to push through a setback. And this is about perspective shifting, okay? This is paradigm shifting all the way. I'm not even going to, this is a mind thing. Whatever the setback is, and I know some setbacks are horrible. Um, Again, two divorces, horrible. Custody battle, horrific, never ending. Miscarriage, awful. Do just aren't words for that. There aren't words for losing a baby. 
can't even imagine somebody who has a stillbirth. Can't even go there. You've got to see whatever the setback is as a challenge and not as a punishment. See, because for a minute there, when I miscarried my baby a few years ago, I really sat with the idea that maybe this was a punishment. I really sat with that. I thought maybe I didn't do enough. Maybe I wasn't healthy enough. Maybe I wasn't strong enough. Um, and for a minute there, I thought maybe God's punishing me, you know? And I had to make myself change my mind about that. Because if I continued to go down the road of saying, miscarrying a baby was a punishment from God, there was nowhere to go with that but downhill. There was nowhere to go with that but on the floor and staying there. There was no coming out of that if it was a punishment. I had to make myself say, how am I going to look at this as a challenge? And I had to say to myself, you know what? This is a challenge. I need to get healthier. I need to get physically stronger. I need to take care of my body. I need to love myself differently. I need to, I need to, you know, part of that was I need to admit that I do want to have more children. Like not pretend like I'm okay if I never had more than three. I need to see this for what it is. You've got to see your setback as a challenge and not a punishment. Because if it's a punishment, that makes you bad. And if it makes you bad, then it makes you guilty. And the thing about guilt is this. Guilt requires punishment and punishment requires pain. You can't be guilty without punishment. So part of what you've got to do is see this as a challenge and not as a punishment. So what am I saying? The tactical, strategic, here are the steps that you take if you want to push through a setback. Number one, you need to get distance from the setback and you need to focus your attention on serving others. The serving others, especially in your business, the people that you serve will heal you with the setback. Second thing, you got to trust the timing of your life, not the circumstances of the temporary situation. You have to have self-talk through the roof incessantly with yourself that says, I can do this. Uh, everything works out for me. All is well. It's I may not know how this is going to work out, but I know that it's going to work out in my favor. The universe is conspiring in my favor. Then you need to remind yourself of your ability to thrive through anything. Remind yourself of every setback you've ever gotten through and how you were able to do it then. It's no different now. You're still you. If you could do it then, you could do it again. And then finally, you've got to view this. This is a paradigm shift you've got to make mentally. See this as a challenge and not as a punishment. It's a challenge, not a punishment. Wipe punishment out of your mind. No punishments here. Challenge. And are you up to the challenge? The answer is yes. So what I want to say with this is, you know, it's not as simple as just hearing this episode and just going, okay, yeah, 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 I'm going to implement it. Sometimes what I find is that, and this is why my morning ritual sort of looks like this. I wake up every morning, I have a 3.15 a.m. entrepreneur accountability call. And then as soon as that call is over, I turn on YouTube and I, I listen to a bunch of motivational videos from Dr. Eric Thomas and Les Brown and a whole bunch of other people as I get dressed and get ready to go to the gym. The reason why I surround myself with that kind of motivational energy and those words is because I want the first thing that gets spoken into my life every day to be how powerful I am about the fact that it's not over until I win, about the fact that, you know, pain is a part of life, but it's not life. And I believe that there's so much power in having good things spoken into your life. And I believe it so much that I've created an entrepreneur empowerment audio just for you. And it is 
21 minutes. That's it. 21 minutes. It's something you can listen to on your way to work, on your way home from work. It's something that I you can put on your smartphone and listen to it at the gym. It's something, especially if you're going through a setback and you're trying to build your business, you need to have it on replay, replay, replay 24-7 so you can get your mind right and work on this business. And really, here it is. I'm going to tell you the title of the, of the Entrepreneur Empowerment Audio and you're going to know what it's about. Here's the title. You ready? You don't have the right to quit. How to stay the course on your business dreams. That's the title of the audio. You don't have the right to quit. And I created it for you because I want you to get that in your spirit. I want you to get what I'm saying on that audio down into your soul. So when setbacks come, you are super clear on one thing. You're not leaving till you win. You're not leaving Till you win. So if you're in a space where maybe, you know, you're just starting your business, but all of these life setbacks are happening, or maybe you're building your business, but you've got this one major life setback that it keeps, it keeps rocking you like out of momentum, like you're in the flow for a week, and then like you're out for two weeks. Or if you're in a space where your business just isn't doing what you want it to do, and you are putting out fires in your life in all directions, and you're trying to hold on to your business dream, and you feel like you're just losing your grasp, if you know you, you are on the verge of saying, I'm just going to give this up. I'm just this business. I'm just going to quit on it. If you know that you're in that space, you need to download this audio. You need to download it and listen to it today. It's called You Don't Have the Right to Quit, How to Stay the Course on Your Business Dreams. And here's how you go get it. Go to tinyurl.com forward slash don't quit now. Simple. Tinyurl.com forward slash don't quit now and grab that audio and make sure it's on your smart smartphone. Make sure it's on your tablet. Make sure it's on your laptop and your computer. So everywhere you are, when you start to have that inner critic raging and it's telling you all kinds of things like, oh, you need to give up or, oh, you shouldn't be doing that or, oh, this is not going to work or, oh, you're going to fail. You can tell it to SDASU, sit down and shut up. And then you can listen to you don't have the right to quit. So it reminds you who you are. And it reminds you what you're here to do. And it reminds you that quitting is not an option you have available to you. So go to tinyurl.com forward slash don't quit now. Download that audio immediately. And then here's my thing. You're going to receive more entrepreneurial empowerment audios over time. So so if, if quitting is not your issue, just get the audio right now because I'm going to talk about all the other issues. The fear of success, the fear of failure. The the desire to people please, but it's costing you your business. Oh, don't even worry about it. I'm going to go into a whole bunch of stuff. So get that audio so that when the next one comes out and the next one comes out, you have tons of entrepreneurial empowerment and motivation in an audio format that you can listen to anywhere you go. You know what? Because we need support and we need motivation and we need each other, period. None of us are making it to where we want to go alone. Just letting you know. Not me, not you, not anybody. So go to tinyurl.com forward slash don't quit now. Download that audio for free. Listen to it today. All right, everybody. Cassandra Vaughn here. She runs the show. Thank you for listening to another episode. It has been amazing as always. And check out midweek. There will be a new episode then. I will talk to you soon. Bye.